welcome to the 30-Minute Week Podcast on WFUVsports.org. And welcome back. You guys already know what podcast this is. It is the 30-Minute Week Podcast. This is Manny Adeye. Give me my A-host mic. <laughs> what do you think you are? Yes, as always, this is the 30-Minute Week Podcast, and I am your host, Reed Horner, joined Always by Manny Adeye, but today's a special episode. Yes, it is. And that is not because Manny's here, as he usually uh, is. It, but it, It's truly special because of me, let's not lie. It is because we are joined by the host of the hit YouTube show, The Josh McCuga Show, the mainstay on Collider's TV Talk, frequent host of Collider's Mailbag Show, and the man I think most likely to shotgun a beer when he's 90 years old. Joining us via <laughs> phone all the way from California, it is Josh McCuga. What's up, fellas? What's going on? Hell of an intro. I I, dig. I I try. Thanks so much for joining us. So uh, we know you usually talk movies, TV, and all things not sports, but today we are happy to join in the opportunity letting you talk sports. So plenty of things going on. Um, Man, it's a dream come true. (laughs) We we talk a lot of movies, but I do. You know, sports was, it it was a tie growing up. I loved watching movies and TV, but there wasn't anything like a Steelers Sunday. So, you know. Big Pittsburgh guy, I know that for it's not hard. It's not hard to figure that one out. <laughs> but unf- I have, yeah, I have a lot of Pittsburgh clothes. <laughs> That's fine because you know the Patriots are way better team than the Pittsburgh Steelers. I hope you do uh, know right. that. We got one of them. Huh? Okay, oh, yeah, yeah, we do. Yeah, we do. You guys can talk about that later. Unfortunately, right. or fortunately, depending on you, are Pittsburgh doesn't have an NBA team, so they're not going to be in the NBA Finals. Yeah. The two teams yeah. are Cleveland and the Warriors. The Warriors are up now, two nothing, pretty much dominating on at home. Granite. The defending champion, Cleveland Cavaliers. Uh, Josh, I'm going to go to you first. What are your sure. thoughts on this matchup? Who do you think is going to win? And has your mind changed after seeing these last two games? Well, you know, I mean, here's the thing. I, 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 a lot of people from Pittsburgh like Cleveland. Uh, the Cavs, they don't like Cleveland, the city, like the sport. They don't really like the Indians. <laughs> they, don't, they definitely don't like the Browns. Definitely not. But uh, if we were going to cheer, like, cheer for an NBA team, a lot of Pittsburgh people do trend towards Cleveland. Um and I've always been a LeBron James fan. I don't, I don't care what people say. You know, he was a sellout. He goes to Miami. He's a sellout. He goes back to Cleveland. He goes where the money pays him. Listen, there is no loyalty in winning, right? If you want to win, you go where the winning is and, and where the money is. And so, listen, the dude wants to win championships. And, yes, Michael Jordan didn't go where the money is and didn't, you know, go and try and play with Larry Bird or Magic Johnson. But also – Michael Jordan had Scottie Pippen in a completely different league. So you you have to kind of like take that with a grain of salt. For me, it's unfair what Kevin Durant has done with this Warriors team because they are so much better than everybody else. Uh, they basically for the entire season haven't really been healthy a lot of times. But now that they are firing on all cylinders and they are figuring out – it took them an entire season to figure out how to play with each other. And it just so happens they figure out how to play with each other in the playoffs and have been basically unstoppable. Nobody's going to touch them. I think they're going to sweep. What? You know, it's, it's it's crazy that you say that. Cause wait, wait. He just said they're going to sweep. No, no. I heard him. But if that happens, don't you think that like no one should even try to trade a team in the NBA? These guys are still in their prime. Oh, you like, guys are ridiculous. I'm not saying they're going to sweep. I think the Cavs are going to. Did win. you guys not watch the finals last year when this the Cavs team was down three one? Like, are you okay? That? First of all, Draymond Green got suspended. Steph Curry had basically had a broken ankle. Andrew Bogut they was were, not there. 
Andrew Bogut was hurt. They were they were resting the laurels on Harrison Barnes, who was basically high and trying to bang Ron uh, Ron Harper's <laughs> wife during the finals. Like that was a totally totally different team. This I, team, it, it, Kevin Durant scoring thirty plus, Steph Curry scoring thirty plus, and uh, a slumping. Uh, what's his name? Uh, Kyrie Irving. Yeah, no, no, no. Uh, on the on the Warriors, uh, uh, Michael oh, Thompson's kid, Clay Thompson. Yeah, Clay. A slumping Clay Thompson scoring twenty plus. You're not going to win. You're not going to win. I'm I, sorry. I, 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 as I would. Much as I, I love LeBron. Yeah, I would say the Cavs have a chance, have a better chance if you know Kyrie Irving was playing good. If uh, D. Will was playing. If Tristan Thompson can give you more than four rebounds. If Daryl Smith can stop fouling more than he scores points. There's no way the Cavs have a chance. If the supporting cast of LeBron James does not play to their best of their ability, the Cavs have to play perfect basketball to win. Perfect. They, no, I'm not saying like good. I'm not saying 85 to 90 percent. I'm saying 98, 99 <laughs> percent. But I'm saying Cape Upton basketball. You have to play that. <laughs> but to see, I, this is where you guys, I feel like you're missing the point, and I hope the Cavs aren't thinking like this because if they do, they're going to lose. The Cavs. They can't outscore the Warriors, and they shouldn't plan to. What they need to do is out-defend them, okay? That's where their strength lies. LeBron, when- Good luck telling Kyrie Irving and Kevin Love to out-defend them. Those dudes it's not going to happen. They're just not good defenders. This, I'm sorry. This is true, but they need to be able to turn that defense. They, last year, Tristan Thompson was covering Steph Curry on the perimeter. When you're not in a good individual defender, and I think this is where the, the weight goes on Tyron Lue's shoulders, is you need a defensive schemes that then— play to the strengths of your defenders that aren't great individual defenders because you can get rotations in you can get five men on the court and stop this Warriors team but they don't seem to be doing that Kevin Durant's playing an outstanding game but it's not because he's all of, all of a sudden hit his prime it's because he has all these great players around him so he's not the central he's focus like all this the before. time we've seen them play like this before the Cavs right. need to stop them from hitting threes and let Tristan Thompson and Kevin Love meet them at the rim and make it hard for them to score stop the turnovers these are easy it's, it's simple basketball the Cavs could easily come back win the next two games and we're tied up going into a game five easily easily <laughs> easily I don't know about God. easily this is Okay, listen. <laughs> Don't laugh at me. <laughs> I'm not laughing at you. I'm laughing with you, I think. Because I know, I, listen, the Cavs are good. They're a good team. They're obviously the, clearly the best team in the East. But there is LeBron James, who is at the top, right? Let's, just, let's put this in terms of, of uh, uh, like, greatest, okay? You have LeBron James as, like, the Empire State Building, right? For, let's talk New York landmarks. New York. Then you have Kyrie Irving, who was, like, the Chrysler Building, who's cute, and you see in part of the skyline, it was like, oh, that's cool, it's an aluminum. And then Kevin Love is, like, your nine-story co-op high-rise in Chelsea. <laughs> and then you have a bunch of, like, okay Lower East Side bungalows that people are paying a million five for, and they're a hallway. Like, that's the Cavs team. Now, let's put the the Warriors. You have three Empire State buildings and one Chrysler building and then a bunch, just like a bunch of awesome high-rises that you are getting a really good deal for on office space. I don't know how I compared that to you. but I don't know how you did that, but that was was the best analogy. Never have I heard New York real estate as an analogy to compare NBA matchups. That was impressive. To be understood, though. That was crazy. I'm okay. just, you know, I want the Cavs to win one. I don't want the, the Warriors to sweep because then that just proves that if you are willing to take less money and go to a team that already has studs in it, that fighting for an NBA championship isn't worth it. 
And so, like, you're going to get guys. I mean, listen, if Paul George goes to the Cavs next season, now we're talking about two heavyweight fighters. What are you talking about? They wouldn't have the cap to do that. Paul George is going to L.A. He's joining you out there by the beach. Come on. He's not He's not going to Cleveland. No way. What? He's going to wait. He's going to waste another four years out in L.A.? L.A. won't win until 2023. He's not concerned about winning. That's not his number one goal. Or he would stay in Indiana. We both know this. Let's be honest with ourselves, Josh. Indiana doesn't have a chance, though, either. I mean, Indiana I, does not have a chance. Yeah, but if I, they move some things around in Cleveland, they get rid of Kevin Love, they make a couple trades, and they bring Paul, Pe- or, uh, Paul George in. Now we're talking about that no, Kevin Durant. I think, I, I, that that sounds sound to me. Cause he's think too about, similar of a player to LeBron, that type of long, small forward that scores but not the greatest shooter. I don't know. I wouldn't go that way. That's what they need to go toe-to-toe okay. with the Warriors, though. Because the Warriors, they're, they're, they're a different type of team, as we can see. They're, they like to shoot the three. They like to, to run and push well, the ball. What, that's what everybody was saying when Kevin Durant got there. Was like you were just adding another shooter and not an, a, a weakness. But apparently, it doesn't really matter. I think you guys are both getting caught up in the moment. Um, but we're, we will. <laughs> you can laugh at me. We will see. I would. Lo- we'll we'll see how the play goes. Game seven when the Cavs win. I would love for you guys to apologize oh, to wow. me. But wow. un- until then, we got to get into another finals matchup, which is. A little bit more exciting to some people. It is the Stanley Cup Finals with the Nashville Predators and a little-known team called the Pittsburgh Penguins. <laughs> it's tied up. <laughs> 2-2 in the series that has never seen so much yellow in NHL history. Jesus, they should have really changed some colors in Nashville. Really I'll tell you what. Have. They should have gone blue or like a white, uh, and we, we keep the black. And the, I don't. I, it, there's just so much blue on and or yellow on that that ice. It's but ridiculous. you can't you can't blame. Do you expect a hockey guy to know how to color coordinate? That would that be a hockey guy's focus? <laughs> no, it would not be. It no. wouldn't be. But this no. series guys has been crazy. Pittsburgh wins the first game five three. Then they win four one, and we're like defending champs up to nothing at home. They're gonna roll away. Like, what's Nashville? That's not hockey town. Mm-hmm. And then Nashville yeah. comes back and they go five one four one with last night. Um, Renee just. 23 saves, but three acrobatic ones. I know they had the goalie interference, oh, yeah. non-goalie interference, whatever. Great performance. Josh, we're, we're four games into this. Where is this going to end? Well, let's just say uh, I'm, my, my hair is getting grayer by the day. <laughs> um, I, uh, it's, it, this series has been – here's the thing. Uh, I think the two games in Pittsburgh, the, the first game we had no business winning that game. Yeah. Um, they they outplayed us the entire time. We didn't, we didn't shoot on goal for like 38 minutes of the game, which is absolutely silly for the, the amount of offensive talent that we had. I think we, we, we got lucky with those three goals, and then that Gensel goal to go up 4-3 was incredible, and then obviously the empty netter. Josh, we, we stole that game. Did you see that stole stat? It. Did you see that stat with the Pittsburgh Penguins in that game when – their shooting percentage was higher than Andre Drummond's free throw line percentage for the entire season, which is thirty eight percent. That was that was the best stat I think I've seen in twenty seventeen. Oh man, that is fantastic! <laughs> I've met Andre Drummond. Good dude. That is an incredible stat. Um, <laughs> the the and Picarine has been playing incredible goal all season, but on the, at home apparently he's unstoppable and the luckiest man alive because yesterday. <laughs> That game should have been maybe it should have been three three late in the third um, because we I think we honestly that was the most even that the teams have looked of the entire series I think we outplayed them game two they clearly outplayed us game three and I thought it was evenly matched last night and I think that um, you know the bounces just didn't go our way and Murray might have had his worst game three he didn't play great in game four either um, but. 
this hockey has been so, so fast. And I, I finally think, like, the Penguins have sort of figured out the Predators. If we can get those bounces back in, in our favor with Rene at home, again, I think we close out in six in Nashville, or it goes seven and we close out back in Pittsburgh because I don't think they're going to beat us in Pittsburgh. We, we can't seem to even play. Like, Rene has seven arms at home. and <laughs> Four legs. But we're playing, we're playing really good smash-mouth hockey. If we go from last night and we played, like, you know, obviously, Doc Emmerich, Captain Obvious, the worst announcer in hockey, if uh, <laughs> the next three games are best of three, that's what we got. I mean, listen, we got we to gotta win two or three, and thank God two of those are at home. But I think no Pittsburgh team, I'm sure you guys know this stat, no Pittsburgh team has won a title at home since the 1960 World Series when we beat your New York Yankees. That's right. Honestly, um, I think you guys have a better chance. You know, I pick you to win the series. I do pick you to win in seven. However, okay. it, it almost feels like, you know, the Pistons, like, you guys are not ever out of the game. Even though it was late, like, it was getting towards, you know, the, the end third period thing, you still kind of feel like, you know, they can come back, they, they can score goals. Because so this team is, like, they're champions on this team. They know how to win. They know how to score. Like, they're just always in it. True. I like that thought. You can no, I don't. You can feel the momentum in that game. Like I get, I think Pittsburgh will win too. I would like for them to win on their home ice, just because I think that's better for the picture, the history books, whatever. Sure. They're probably. I'm with you, Makuga. They're probably going to win Game Six, but mm-hmm. like last was it last night? Now no, it was two nights ago. Now that game, I never thought Pittsburgh was going to win. Even when Sidney Crosby hit that goal to tie it up. I, I just felt like you can feel these type of games. I can feel almost from the opening, from the start, that Here's, who's going to win. I, I don't disagree with you. I, I will say when when Crosby hit that breakaway goal, first of all, it was sick. It was when 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 Rene at the beginning of the second period when Gensel has an open net and he basically and Rene just he just so happened to slap the shot where Rene was. I was like, well, we're not going to get the bounces tonight. They're going to score a couple goals here, and we're going to lose this game. And I knew it. As soon as he started making those ridiculous saves, he just needs that momentum. And he's 8-1 and one, or maybe even 9-1 and one now at home in the playoffs. Yeah. He's a totally different goalie on the road. We'll see. I think that the crowd got to, to Murray a little bit. Um, I think he knows now what he's, he's up against. Uh, this is, this is going to be knockdown dragout hockey going forward. I mean, listen, we've played two game sevens already. We could be like the 2010 LA Kings or 11 LA Kings and play three game sevens and win a Stanley Cup. We'll see. What do you think about uh, Charles Barkley and uh, you know, how he feels about hockey? Him showing up last, uh, the other night. How cool is that? That's man? ridiculous. How cool is man? that to admit that Charles Barkley, the like Mr. Honesty, he said it like it is. The NBA playoffs, for the most part, have been boring in my in my opinion. Uh, very predictable. We knew what we were getting. Warriors, Cavs. They should just they should have eliminated six weeks of basketball exactly and uh, gave us. But the hockey playoffs, like every year, if you're a hockey fan, I think you know hockey is the best playoffs in all major in all major sports. It's two months long. These guys beat the hell out of each other, and it is exciting from puck drop to puck end. There is not a moment in playoff hockey that isn't exciting. I, I agree, and I I don't at the same time. I don't. I usually cover like basketball teams here and, and football teams. So I haven't been to a hockey mm-hmm. game yet, but from when I he- from people I hear go to them or cover them. Hockey's amazing. They say it is the best sport to see in person. Oh, it's the best. I would just like like the problem with the hockey playoffs is and you can disagree with me guys, I don't think they necessarily determine the best team every year. Like the year LA won the Stanley Cup as the lowest seed, yeah. That was the year I said, okay, this is fun, but it's a lot more like March Madness for men's college basketball. It's fun to watch, but it's not really achieving the ultimate goal of a playoff system. 
Uh, I would 100% disagree with you on it. Hey, yeah. <laughs> of course you would. <laughs> Simply because, okay, yes. Here, okay. Last year, clearly the New England Patriots were the best team in football. And, but it's not like they didn't lose, and it's not like they didn't have, like, opportunities to lose. And the playoffs, they, they got tested. I mean, <laughs> sounds the Pittsburgh game, which was an absolute embarrassment for all Pittsburgh fans. Um Eat it. Yes. In basketball, I, but here's the thing. In hockey, like in basketball, you have a seven-game series. If you can't, if you lose in seven games, you're, you didn't win. I think the, the crappy thing about baseball is that you have that ridiculous one-game playoff in baseball. Of all the sports that it should have multiple games in series, baseball is the one because you have different pitchers every night. It's, it's bats go cold, bats go hot. That hockey team is the same hockey team that has been on the ice all year long. They are the same hockey team that is on the ice all playoffs long. Injuries are always a factor. Uh, it's same as in basketball. Seven-game series, seven-game series, seven-game series. You get a hot goalie, and you get a team that is on the rise, just like in, in March Madness. But at the end of the day, the regular season is there for one reason, to get you in the playoffs. And that's why college football is an absolute travesty, at least it used to be. I think four teams at the start, it should be eight, even 16. The playoffs should – that should matter. You, you bust your ass all season to then get into a playoff situation and then kick ass. It should be earned, not given, because – what? Hockey players take nights off in the regular season. Basketball players definitely take nights off in the regular season. True. Regular season is a means to an end, and the end is the playoffs. Well said, man. <laughs> like, like I'm impressed. Sorry, I'm to, impressed. sorry to jump down your throat, Reed. No, no, no. no, 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 no. no I, you, you jump on down his throat. You can't see me because we're, 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 we're... It's only ever me, so I need to... I need back. I, I'm writing these these down on uh, paper. I'm not going to lie. Hockey's not my number one sport, so anytime I can have someone like you as passionate about the sport... Sadly, I'm I'm Canadian born and Canadian family, so I should know more about it. What? But, He's a disgrace. I know. Trust me, I know. I grew up what? in Flo- I grew okay, we're not gonna go into my biography. I grew up in Florida. <laughs> Give me a slack. Anyway. He's growing up everywhere, oh. apparently. Any- Man. I, I you could convince me of this, Josh. You're you're sure. going down the line. We that's a discussion for another day, because our time is up with that, because it's time for a segment. I love this one. We get to know you a little bit better. Basically, what kind of sports fan are you are, ready? Go. Okay, so first off, what city do you most identify with? Pittsburgh. What's your favorite sport? Football. What three? What are your three favorite sports teams? Penguins. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Steelers. Okay. And Penn State Nittany Lions. Hmm. Nice. Have you ever changed your fan allegiance? Never. What is your favorite way to watch sports? At home on my television with my own beer. Not a bad way. How into drafts are you? Um, on like a scale of one to ten. Yeah, we'll go one to ten. Four. Hmm. How would you describe your betting habits when it comes to sports? Uh, addictive and degenerate. Oh wow! Okay, <laughs> I love it. <laughs> Some reason I'm not surprised with that one. <laughs> Is there a sport you like more than most other people? Well, you're pretty much yeah. like a straight call. Golf. Golf. Okay. Okay, it's not bad. A little, little yeah. post-Tiger. How many hours a week do you watch sports? That sort of like runs on a graph, I guess. Uh, you know, like playoff hockey, my, you have two months of a lot of sports. But let's go average seven hours a week. Wow. Six hours a week. I have to say, side note before we continue, Manny, I was watching the Smoge No podcast that 
Kuga was on, and he was literally on air, his job, watching the Pittsburgh Penguins. No, yeah, he was. <laughs> yes, I did see that. That was I, impressive. I thought that was hilarious. <laughs> Anyways. On the phone, hey, you can multitask. You That's know right. what? You're making Pittsburgh proud. <laughs> exactly. Next, how good are you at sports trivia? Oh, a nine. Oh. Eight, 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 a nine. You're, eight, ta- you're, talking, you're talking a big talk right there. Eight, okay, you guys can get into that later. Were you ever an athlete? Oh, yeah. What stopped it? Uh, age and drinking. <laughs> fair. That's fair. Honesty is the best policy. What is the best city for sports? Uh, I mean, you're asking, you're asking a hometown boy. There isn't, there isn't a city like Pittsburgh in this country for sports, but I will say this. If you've never been to Madison, Wisconsin, you are missing out. That is one Madison, of the greatest Wisconsin. Sports. One of the greatest sports towns in this country, without a doubt. Madison, Wisconsin. You, you may be right, but I feel like the alcohol there may attract you as well. Definitely. I definitely. <laughs> the greatest franchises in the NFL, NBA, MLB, and NHL. Steelers. Um, Lakers. Yankees. He did it. <laughs> With a, I mean, that's, yeah, Yankees. I mean, you kind of have to all the all the winning. Yeah, yeah. No, no choice. And it hasn't it hasn't been for a really, really, really long time. But the, the history of the Montreal Canadiens is second to none. This is true. That you know what? Hey, good point. I give you credit for that. Real quick, why do you think Michael Jordan retired? Boredom. <laughs> is the NBA draft fixed? Yes. <laughs> First word that comes to your mind when I say cricket. Confusing. <laughs> Greatest dynasty in sports? Uh, the Bill Russell Celtics or the UCLA the Wooden Bruins. Are video games a sport? No. What era of sports was the best to you from the 1920s to the present day? Decades Showtime away. Lakers. Jordan, Nikes, Adidas, or Under Armour? Jordan, Nikes. Should, the, should the Seahawks have run the ball? There isn't a play that is more like more obvious in the history of sports than running Marshawn Lynch in that play. There's no, there isn't. I'm gonna need, I'm gonna need you to be a little bit more definitive with your opinions, Josh. <laughs> <laughs> how, how serious was Deflategate to you? Oh, not serious at all. Tom Brady was such a whiner about that. Hey, it, hey, it watch your mouth. Like softballs, and I didn't know the pressure, and I, the guys. Were soft, I didn't know the exact pressure number. I just like really soft balls. And I know who else likes really soft balls? Just a function. We know this as well. <laughs> feel like we're not talking about footballs anymore. I don't like the way you're talking about Tom Brady. Okay, buddy. You can put your sleeping with Tom Brady PJs tonight. I am, I am jealous of Tom Brady. 100% green with envy. Who isn't? Gatorade or Powerade? Gatorade. What is the greatest sports game ever played? Like, I, I'm very partial to it. Uh, but... 100% the uh, Steelers-Cardinals Super Bowl in Tampa. Santonio Holmes catching the end zone. Greatest throw ever made yeah. to a wide receiver in a Super Bowl. Yeah, I have to agree with that. Uh, that was definitely a good game. So, but, James wow. Harrison, run back at, at the end of the second, end of the first half. No, Just, it was an unbelievable football game. Unbelievable. Yeah. You know, I, I did not even want you guys to win that game, but I, I kind of appreciated how everything went down. I can't lie about Listen, that. Listen, I think that the, the Patriots-Giants – when Tyree made the catch, it was a very, very boring Super Bowl that ended in an amazing drive. Yeah. 
and the touchdown given up to Plaxico Burris was a touchdown that never should have happened, and the defense knew what they were doing, and they didn't listen to Junior Seau. And I, I, if you watch, there's an amazing, amazing documentary about that Super Bowl with all those defensive guys from New England calling that, and it was audible, and they should have never audible. Damn. Damn, that, that really hurts my feelings. I, you know what? I cried that night. I kid you not. It was like you 2000, should. 2007. Should have won that game. I was like seven years old. Game. I was something young. I cried. Yeah. What is with yeah. you guys and always crying? All this emotion. Sports I is emotional. Time, okay? Sports, you wouldn't know. Breathe. You wouldn't know. But you mentioned <laughs> golf, though. You did mention golf. What do you think about Tiger Woods, man? Tiger Woods is, uh, he's, he's got that Michael Jordan syndrome of boredom. You know what I mean? He yeah. was so good, so early, and he was, there was nobody challenging him. Um. You know, I I know my one of my best friends from high school is um, he's meddled around like the middle, like the the mini tours. He's played some PGA tour events, some nationwide events, some Web.com. He's played on the European tour, and the stories about Tiger Woods when he was at his prime are just unbelievable. Everybody's got a Tiger story, and he got cocky, he got bored, and he got. He got rich, and he had the wrong people surrounding him. Had his dad stayed alive, I really think, I honestly think Tiger Woods would have won 25 majors by now. But his dad died, his mom had no power on him, and there was nobody to tell him no. And, you know, he got bored. He wanted to train with Navy SEALs. He ruined his body. He changed his golf swing. I mean, there's there's a myriad of things that happened to Tiger Woods that would not have happened had he had one person in his corner. It's the same, and nowhere near the same, but it's the same kind of thing that happened to Mike Tyson, is that his mentor and his trainer died when he was young. He gets all this money, and nobody to tell him no, and he goes insane. He goes insane. Insane. Well, yeah, Tiger's definitely seen better days, but yeah. someone like LeBron, maybe, to handle that a little better? Who knows? <laughs> Just saying. It's, it, it, golf is such a mental, mental game, and... When he, when all that shit came out about you know him cheating with the, the porn stars and everything, um, he became mentally flappable. And when he would go on the golf course, he mentally beat everybody. Now when he went on the golf course, all he kept thinking was, these people judge me. These people know that I'm a cheater. These people, I'm yeah. not the mental stud that I was. And his golf game suffered for it. Really did. His body broke down and he lost his golf swing. I will say it's one of the most tragic downfalls of an athlete because he could have been so good and so good for the sport. I think. I mean, he was. He still was. But the thing better. about it was, was Tiger Woods, in like a Bo Jackson sense of the best ever for such a short period of time. Because mm. when you when you really put it together, Tiger Woods from 1997 to 2001 was unstoppable. And then from like 2002 to 2004, he kind of changed his swing. He only won, I think, one major in there. And then around 2005, he found the swing again. And then he was unstoppable. That Tiger Slam from 91 to 2000, or 99 to 2000, 2000 to 2001, whenever that was, I think it was 2000 to 2001, is the best golf you will ever see played by anybody in history. It's Jack Nicholas. over time, is the best golfer. When Tiger Woods was at his prime, nobody, nobody in history could beat him. Perfect. So you mentioned Tiger Woods in his past. You said you're a great trivia guy. You humbly sure. went down to eight. It's time to test that. You're going to go up against Manny. Both of you guys are going to do... The 30-minute week sports I am trivia a champion. Okay. challenge. Let's do this, Manny. I am a champion. <laughs> All right, no so you're each going to get five questions. Uh, usually they're in the room together. Obviously, Josh is on the phone. So we're going to trust you're not cheating, Josh. <laughs> Josh. Sure. I'm driving right now, so I can't really cheat. Oh, nice. Lord. Nice. Do not admit that's, that. That's nice. 
If you answer the question correctly, you're going to receive three points. And if you get it wrong, you're going to lose one point. If you don't know the answer, you can ask for multiple choice. However, here's the catch. If you get it right after that, you'll get two points. But if you get it wrong, you'll lose two points. Oh, burn. There is no stealing. You get three opportunities to ask for a reread. Let's get going. All right. So, Josh, since you're the guest, do you want to go first or do you want to defer to Manny? Defer to Manny. Okay, Manny. It's my turn, baby. Here's your first question. What university did the recently retired Detroit Lions wide receiver Calvin Johnson attend? Oh, come on, man. Georgia Tech. Damn. (laughs) Okay. Good answer. Good answer. is correct. All right, Josh, who was the NBA MVP for the 2003-2004 season? 2003-2004 NBA MVP. Give me multiple choice. Okay, is it A, Kevin Garnett, B, LeBron James, C, Steve Nash, D, Shaq? I feel like you're tripping me up on this one. I'm going to go Steve Nash. That's incorrect. Steve Nash, Steve Nash won it the next year. Oh, baby, baby. It was Kevin Garnett. It was Kevin Garnett. Damn it. Minnesota Timberwolves. Okay. God. Manny, what was the year the last time the Canadians won the Stanley Cup? Uh, I'm going to have to go multiple choice. Is it A, 1986, B, 1993, C, 1997, or D, 2004? It's definitely not 04. Uh... If you know your hockey history, I'm screaming on the other line. Yeah. I'm going to go 93. Oh! oh! <laughs> yeah. Hey, you're not the only good guesser out there, baby. Oh, wow. Josh, what was the final score of Germany's win over Argentina in the 2014 FIFA World Cup? 7-1. <laughs> no. 7-1? Is that your final answer? Yes, it is. Or is it's it 7-0? 7? Are you saying 7? Yes. 7. Is that your final answer? Yeah. Um, that's, that's, that's incorrect. Germany actually, uh, won one nothing. Yeah, they I don't know what game you were watching. <laughs> Wait, did it? You said Germany over Brazil. He said 2014. He FIFA even... World Cup Argentina. <laughs> yeah, Josh. All right, we'll review that one. Maybe, maybe if, if it comes close, I can give you another question. No. Okay. Okay, Manny, in what decade did the MLB lift their ban on signing women as MLB players? Uh, multiple choice, please. Wow. Is it know. A, 1963, B, 2001, C, 1992, or D, 1947? Uh, is it 2001? That is incorrect. Oh, man. It is now five negative three. Josh has a chance to come back and make this interesting, and I think he may be able to do the next question. He he just lost a point there, right? I did. I went multiple choice. Oh, you, oh five. Hey, at least so you know. At least you're on top of the rules. You know what? I need you to count for me because I'm I'm not the greatest. <laughs> this math is why. I, this is why. I, to negative. It's three to negative three. It's, 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 <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's three to negative three. This is why I need the our producer Charlie and Zavier. Charlie, Charlie. You know anyway. what I was thinking about World Cup score was Germany beat Brazil in the semifinals seven one. Yes. Or six one or something yes, like that. Yeah, yeah, I want to listen back to the tape because if I had said Brazil, that is my bad. I, I was like seven no. one. What was he, he? You said it was in Brazil, but Brazil didn't make the final. They, they yeah, you're right. Okay, well we'll look back at it. This question I think you might be able to get Makuga. Who was the last American-born player to win the Hart Memorial Trophy, obviously the NHL's MVP award? Come on. The last American Hart Trophy winner. Let's see. We're going back a ways just a bit. 
Patrick Kane? Is that your final answer? That is my final answer. That is three points for Makuga. Uh, he is yeah. no longer in the zero. You can get, you can check me, but I think believe it's Manny three, you and nothing. Okay. You know what? You're breaking even now, Manny. Who holds the NFL record for the most interceptions thrown in a single season? Oh, I know this one. Uh, <laughs> can I get multiple choice? Is it A. Brett Favre, B. Peyton Manning, C. Vinny Testaverde, or D. George Blanda? Uh, this is a tough multiple choice. Can I get the names again? Five. Oh, okay. Brett Favre. Ooh. Is it A. Brett Favre, B. Peyton Manning, C. Vinny Testaverde, or D. George Blanda? I'm going to go George Blanda. <laughs> That's not fair. Yes, that is correct. <laughs> yeah, you man. are a jackass. Are you kidding me? Oh, yeah, it is, baby. Oh, what a steal. You didn't even know it. What? We're going to go Vinny Testaverde. I hey, know. I'll tell you, I was going to – something told me it couldn't be Brett, but it could have been Vinny. Okay, so, now, so, so if my math serves me correct, Josh going to have to do well, and you're going to have to at least get the next stink. one right. Okay, Josh, this one it depends how kind of type of fan you are. What team okay. drafted Kobe Bryant? Okay, so it wasn't the Lakers. They traded for him. Shit, who was it? Who drafted Kobe? This is, this is not fair questions. I would admit that. I, I needed to make ones that were hard, that were different sports. You know what? I'm not perfect, guys. <laughs> I'm not good. I'm so bad at NBA stuff. Okay, he w- it was going to play for... They stunk at the time. Was he going to... Did he get drafted he, he, by Minnesota and then traded to the Lakers? Give me no. Give me multiple choice. Give me, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Give me multiple. Okay. Choice. Is it A. The Los Angeles Clippers, B. The Minnesota Timberwolves, C. The Charlotte Hornets, or D. The Los Angeles Lakers? It was the Charlotte Hornets, wasn't it? I get it right first with the Minnesota Timberwolves. You got to pick an answer. <laughs> the end of it was. It was Charlotte. It was Charlotte. It was Charlotte. And that is two points for Makuga. Uh, yes. Cougar. Yes. It is five two. Am I correct? Yes. Okay. Well, good. Two. Okay. So Manny, you got to get this wrong. Or you can these, Come on, Manny, mess up! You're only up by three right now, so Makuga's going to need to get this next one right, at least the two, depending on what you get. Is a baseball question. It's not my lifestyle yeah. to mess the up. New York, I'll be so surprised if you get this one. The New York Yankees had a mascot from 1979 to 1981. All you have to do, Manny, <laughs> is tell me what his name was. I'm laughing because our our boss, Bob Aarons. Don't tell me you know this. He gave me a You don't CD. know this. He gave me a CD, 100 Years on the Yankees. Oh, and I listened. it was about four or five CDs, about six hours long. And, Josh, you were going down. The answer. People are going to think I fixed this like Makuga thinks the NBA draft's fair. <laughs> this is not what I the wanted. The answer is dandy. Yeah, it is. <laughs> I, I apologize. I unbelievable. <laughs> unbelievable. I thought that was so clever when I came up with that. That is correct. His name is Sam. Is that what? dandy? Dandy, as in yeah. like Yankee Doodle like, Dandy. Yo, I'm a Yankee Doodle Dandy. Mm-hmm. No yeah. wonder they got rid of that guy. <laughs> I'm not just saying anything. I tell you, Bob. Listen, you, you should get the CD from Bob. It's like it's like, it's like was six three hours years. Long. He was around, and they they suspended him after the first. Cause that was. That was not okay. I'm All right, Josh. Class right this would be now. kind of like a not participation trophy award for this one, but I'll give you the last question. Okay. Name two con- the name the two continents that have never hosted an Olympic Games. The two continents. Yes. Okay. Um. Antarctica. Touche. And Africa. I'm guessing there hasn't been an Olympics in Africa. 
You know what? You may not be leaving as the championship of this, <laughs> of this round, but let's let's look at this man, guys. He started off in the negatives, and he worked his way up. Just like the great people from Pittsburgh, he put his <laughs> elbows into it and worked his way up to a respectable Scott. five points. I love the Pittsburgh accents, man, by the way. Man. Final score, guys, 8-5. Manny has won, but you know what? Maybe this will fuel Josh to want to come by another time and uh, you know, take you out. I, got, I, got a, I appreciate Manny's his knowledge. is impressive. Uh, you guys run a hell of a show. Great time. Really hey, good stuff. Hey, man, listen, man. We, we love watching your show, man. Uh, I know I got a lot of uh, teammates who are from Pittsburgh, my coach from Pittsburgh. I love the accent. It's it's different. It's weird. Oh, you should probably hey, tell you. J- know Manny. Manny knows a ton about trivia. He's kind of, <laughs> there it is. I should probably say I forgot. Josh probably doesn't know. Manny plays for the Fordham football oh, yeah, I play, team. I play football here, yeah. So like, not everyone knows what you do, Manny. Okay. <laughs> Anyways. What position you play, Manny? Uh, defensive line, man. Nice. All right. He's, All right. he's slightly bigger than me. You know, like by uh, seven inches. <laughs> seven inches, almost a thousand pounds. You know what? Nice. I've really gotten into pizza rolls, so maybe that's like a 900 pound. Anyways. Well, some of them Totino's pizza rolls. Them are, them are good. I put on the Freshman 65. I mean, 15. What? 65. <laughs> that's ridiculous. All right. So we could spend here all day talking, honestly, but I got to thank our guest, Josh McCuga. Josh, thank before you, you go, guys. if you want to let anyone listening, let them know if there's anything you want to, them to get into. I know you got plenty of it. Yeah. I mean, you guys, uh, you intro me up top with the uh, Josh McCuga show there on YouTube, Collider TV Talk, every Monday on Collider. Hopefully, going daily again soon. And, uh, you know, the Schmodown, whenever I'm on there doing the fantasy updates, mailbags on Saturdays and Sundays with Collider, and on Twitter and Instagram, at Josh McCuga. You guys can uh, follow me anywhere, watch all our stuff. We have a great time. And we're going to put all of his information uh, on the post below for you guys listening, so if you didn't catch that. Again, also Manny and, uh, and my information will be there as well. Again, thank you all you out there for listening. Your support has been awesome. This show has been so much fun to have, especially because Josh is here. Josh, until next time.